What's up, y'all? It's your girl, AK, and you're tuned into AK Unfiltered. How's everyone doing today? I hope you all are doing extremely well. If you're new to the podcast, welcome, and if you're an OG, welcome back. So I'm back again with a new episode for my new series, Late Business Hours, where I talk about financial and economic empowerment from a Black and African perspective, okay? Now, I was reading this article on the Wall Street Journal, and essentially it talks about wealth management. And the headline of this article is, I was saving a lot of money during lockdown, but then it all changed. Um, So now it is, you know, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that the problem when it comes to wealth management now is that it is hard to keep track of all of the online spending, spending, that we're doing right um, now people are using their phones for practically every and anything we're using our phones to check our mail we're using our phones to store money we're using our phones to get news we're using our phones for take pictures before we had to get we had to get we used before we used to actually have cameras that if you wanted to take a picture you would have to use a camera in order to take a picture now you could take a picture with your phone so because of that we have all of these online businesses at our leisure on our phones and this is why it is imperative for black people to start black businesses because I mean look at the opportunity Uh, millions of people are on their phones every single day they use social media every single day and you have the opportunity to make money every single day and so you have to ask yourself the question why are you leaving money on the table it is important for us to understand money money is a universal language okay and um, if we if we if we don't take care as black people as Africans, you know we're not we're not gonna have money for our future generations. Um, it is imperative that we learn to you know discipline our spending habits. Uh, we are too addicted to instant gratification instead of um, you know actually realizing that the younger you are, the more you're the more. How I explain it? The younger you are, the better position you're in to learn from other people's mistakes, right? Um, in this pandemic, right? In this pandemic, um, a lot of us were lucky that we were, you know, we ended up getting unemployment. We also ended up getting the stimulus checks. Um, that the, you know, the government passed several times. So a lot of us were able to keep ourselves afloat with those, those checks, right? And now those checks are, have run out. Um, And this is why it's imperative to have several streams of income, seven streams of income. The average millionaire has seven streams of income. I don't think that, you know, we as black people, we as Africans really understand how we are financially illiterate. Uh, you know, the average American cannot even save up to a thousand dollars. And trust me when I say a thousand dollars is actually pretty easy to save up if you learn how to discipline your spending habits, discipline what you spend your time and your money on. Right. Um, I'm seeing this in the news. I'm seeing this in the news and it's, it's making me a little bit upset. Um, you know, if you don't know. Um, Haitians are trying to cross the border in Texas, okay, and 
you know, the reason why they're 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 trying to get into America to seek asylum in America is due to America's interference in Haiti. Right. And I think it's uh, it's very distasteful and it's disgusting to see uh, a white man on a horse whipping our people. Right. And we are not saying anything. It doesn't matter if this person is Haitian, Jamaican, Guyan, Nigerian, native black American. This person is African. This is our people. Can you imagine? Can you imagine a group of people doing that to you, doing that to your future generations, your future children? And we are sitting by and not saying anything and not speaking up about what is going on to our people. And take a look at how the Afghanis are coming into America on flights, on planes. And they're being provided with housing, with free education. Take a look at the money. Understand the money. Because in order to provide people with housing, in order to give people jobs, in order to give people an education, you got to have money to do these things. Especially people who are coming into the country with nothing. Right? Um, and the, the crazy part about mainstream media is that they don't talk about, they don't talk about, um, you know, they, they put out all of this propaganda and this is why it's imperative for us as people to follow the money. You know, I've been, you know, I've been doing my research. I've been listening to podcasts more. I've been reading more articles. I've been reading books and things like that. And it's crazy how, Lord, it's crazy how, you know, I, you know, I was watching this video, Go Black to Africa, and um, the guy in the video, he was talking about, the man in the video, he was talking about how America was in Afghanistan because of the fact that Afghanistan was producing poppy seeds. And poppy seeds are used to, you know, it's used to manufacture, you know, opium. Now, if I'm not mistaken, you know, when I had my internship with Johnson & Johnson, Johnson & Johnson was getting sued, you know, because of all these opium cases. This is big pharma that we're talking about. This is big pharma. So the guy in the video, the black man in that video, and Go Black to Africa, that is his YouTube channel. I definitely think that if you're black, you're African, you need to check out his YouTube channel. I really, really like his channel because he is bridging the gap between us Africans in diaspora and us Africans back in Africa. Um, and I really do think black people and Africans need to go back to Africa and understand who we are as a people and know who we are as a people. I think that is extremely important because for so long we have been miseducated. Can you imagine, can you imagine a group of people like I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here watching these, these white men be on horses and whip people who look like me. And how can I sit here and not say anything about it? I'm seeing Airbnb literally say that they're going to give housing to the Afghanis. I'm seeing Uber even raising funds, raising funds to, you know, telling people, oh, you know, if you want to donate to, you know, the Afghanis here, you can go and donate. But what are we as a people? How are we organizing ourselves to help our people? How we are, how are we organizing our selves to help our people who need 
access to jobs, access to a place, you know, a place to have a roof over their head, having have access to quality education that effectively enhances the way that we think. Why are we organizing to build these institutions and this infrastructure, this system, right, to build a system amongst us as people? Hold on, y'all. Let me get my notes because I'll be writing. Okay. Hold on, let me get my notes. Why aren't we creating a system that is to produce, package, manufacture, and distribute? We need a system amongst our people where we can effectively organize. And this is why I say money controls politics, money politics does not control money y'all see how quick the united states government was out here quick to you know pass the anti-asian hate bill but look at how they've been treating black people for over 400 years right and so look at all of these rappers all of these celebrities you know all of these rappers these entertainers that that be out here saying oh i got this much money i got so much money x y and z Okay, why aren't you helping our people? Now, don't get me wrong. You know, some of them are trying to do it, you know, subtle, you know, very subtle. But why aren't we speaking up about this? I'm not seeing anything from, you know, these black organizations. I'm not even seeing anything from HBCUs. We not speaking about the inhumane treatment to Haitians so it is important that we as African people we as black people we learn how to discipline ourselves right especially when it comes to money this is why it's imperative to not compare yourself to anybody I know that that's easier said than done okay I know that it's easier said than done but you have to understand this nobody nobody in this world nobody on this earth has been created just like you you are one of you. You're one of one. Okay? And so we need to get out of this individualistic uh, mindset and think about the collective. Think about the advancement of our race. Think about the advancement of our people. Mind you, this is, this is, this is Haitians who helped build this country. And they can't get in. So um, let me read some of this. Some, let me read some of the article. And it's funny how in this article, they have a, a, a sketch of a black man. Isn't that funny? Isn't that interesting? So um, he talks about, in the, in the article, it talks about how this particular person decided to go to a financial planner and, you know, this particular person said that, you know, they went to an African-American planner, an African-American financial planner, because we are not taught. We are not taught from from young. We are not taught how to discipline our spending habits, right? How to budget, how to save, how to invest. We're not taught these things. We're not taught economic empowerment and financial literacy we are financially liter illiterate people and that is why we're in the predicament that we're in 
it is estimated that 2053 black wealth is estimated to be at what like zero percent that is not that is trust me when i say that is not a long time and this is why we as a people need to organize and plan in advance plan 10 20 30 40 plus years from now if we don't get it together now what are we going to leave our children and our future generations with this is bigger than me and this is bigger than you and this is bigger than all of us like i said this is about the advancement of our race you know so it's crucial it is crucial that we talk about saving and investing but we also need to talk about as a black person you need to build income you need to have seven streams of income and we're going to talk about that you know we're going to talk about the end of the episode but it's important because for example a lot of people are not able to talk about some of these issues because if they talk about these issues they will lose their job they will lose their security their financial security and this is why it's imperative that we need to build an an economic infrastructure an economic power base within our own families so that way if something happens we can support each other right we can support each other and so i don't know man i don't know it says here it says here that um I'm trying to see Okay, so it says here, most of my financial planner's suggestions were valuable and enlightening, and it will likely stay with me forever. She emphasized the importance of creating different purposes for my checking, savings, and credit card accounts to gain better control of my cash flow rather than approach my earnings like eating from a big pot at a buffet. She created budget line items for things that were clearly important to me, such as housing and therapy, rather than suggest ways to reel them in. $50 brunches would need to give way to outdoor picnics and vaccinated game nights, at least until my credit cards were paid off. Then I could celebrate such wins with a nice meal, graphic novel, or item from my Amazon wish list. It says here, there were so many imminent variables that could potentially throw my flesh, I mean, I said flesh, fresh pandemic budget off track. Will I have less discretionary dollars when hybrid work resumes and I'll have to refill my Metro card and face the temptation of midtown restaurants at lunchtime? If I decide to leave New York as so many of my friends and peers have, would moving be a boon or another bust for my finances? So this is why we need to talk about wealth management. We need to talk about how to properly manage our wealth as we accumulate it, right? Because these are these are valid questions. These are valid questions that he, you know, this particular man is posing to himself about, okay, you know, let's take a look at the factors that can impact my financial future, 
right? And this, these are the conversations that we need to have. I don't know why, you know, I don't know. Some black people don't like when you talk about money, but we need to talk about money because when you really do your research and you really understand our people, you will see that our people has a really bad relationship when it comes to money. Period. Period. Like I said, like I said, a lot of us are going to college. We are graduating with all of the student debt. When we get out of college, our net worth is literally a negative. It's not even zero. It's a negative number because of all of that debt accumulated right after college. And as a young person, a young person especially, that means you're going to have to work 20, 50, you know, 20, 30, 40 times harder to make sure that you pay off that student debt. Because if you don't, that interest that accumulates on that student debt, you know, you're going to pay back that money plus more. And the worst part about it is that it's not even that by the time you finish paying it off, you would have now accumulated an asset. You would now, you would have now had an asset. You just paid it off and just, that's just it, you know? And so we need to talk about how, you know, and it's sad because I'm not seeing us African people talk about what is going on with the Haitians. And we have to understand these are our people and we need to invest into our people, right? We need to invest into our people because if we don't do it, who will? And who will do it effectively and allow us to think more um, to have a more entrepreneurial thinking? Who is going to do it better than us? Right. And so, like I said, um, I think uh, I think um, one of my episodes, I'm going to talk about what is my strategy when it comes to building an investment portfolio, because it's imperative that we talk about we talk more about we, we normalize the talks about investing, about and saving, about building wealth, about understanding what wealth really is, what wealth looks like from a black perspective and globalize it to Africa you know what I'm saying globalize it go back home and build and build Africa and build Africa up to what she needs to be what she should have been if white people didn't come in and still you know white people and Europeans and Asians didn't come in and steal you know our resources So there's there's a lot of forces that are, are working at hand. And, you know, like I said, some of these things, they don't talk about it in mainstream media. The average the average American, the average American does not have a thousand dollars saved up. Let me tell you something. Saving a hundred thousand dollars, saving a thousand dollars. It's not as hard as people think. Right. Let's just say, boom, you put you put $100 away for just 10 months. $100 away for just 10 months. That's $1,000. If you don't learn how to save and invest while you're broke, when you start to get money for real, you're not going to know how to save and invest that money, right? And so we need to learn how to build the foundation, build a foundation that we can create our own economic machines and enrich ourselves. Uh, anyways, that's all I have for today. 
And I got a gem job for you all before I leave because I am currently making food, okay? It's almost 11 o'clock and I need to read my book. So, you know, I just wanted to leave y'all with a little gem drop. This is, you know, think of it as an investment philosophy, right? Um, and there are six tenets to this investment philosophy, which are risk control, consistency, market inefficiency, specialization, bottom-up bottom analysis, and disavowal, disavowal, oh my gosh, English, disavowal of market timing. And you know what? I'm going to pick that up on another, a different type of episode. I'm going to go in depth about those six tenets. Um, you know, so that way all of you can understand and, you know, hopefully this will help, you know, shape the way that you think and the way that you view money. Money is a tool. Money is a tool. So use it wisely. Okay. Um, that's all I got to say. And yeah, make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the I draw K that is T H E A D W O A K. And please subscribe to my YouTube channel. You know, my YouTube channel. I can't really talk about these things on my YouTube channel. I mean, I can, but you know, listen, YouTube is censoring black people who have a different opinion than what is stated in mainstream media. And I have a different opinion that is different from mainstream media. So I know they're going to censor me. Okay. So when it comes to my YouTube channel, this is my YouTube channel where, you know, I just showcase my life. I vlog, you know, I live a very regular life. I don't do much. I'm a homebody. Y'all already know the vibes. Okay. So make sure you tune into the YouTube channel just to see a little aspect of my life. But make sure that, you know, you share this podcast with your people, with your friends, your family, because we need to elevate the economic thinking within our people. So, yeah. Anyways, this is your girl, AK, and your girl, AK, is out. Bye, y'all.